missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday Morning Throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The Monday Morning Throwback, courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you've never heard of. Got a text from Brenda. Their soup today is beer cheese soup made with Karst Brewing Saison. Karst Brewing right up there in mm-hmm. the Preston area. Of course, it's Meatball Monday. Grab yourself a meatball sub. They also have maple cream flavored coffee. Okay. Are we this going morning. back to an Oktoberfest of the past? We are. Yay. Is this? Oh, no. Is this? And there's only one Oktoberfest that I ever want to oh revisit. Oh, my God. It'll be my for, it's my forever Oktoberfest. It happened in 2015. You, man. It was, it was by far the greatest day of my entire life. Better than my wedding. Better than anything I've ever experienced in my entire life. Johnny F. and Damon. Johnny F. and Damon. Walked in to the stateroom and became my best friend of all time. And I ran into the show. You screaming Johnny effing Damon, I think, is what you were saying. Over and over and over again? Uh-huh. You know, it didn't really stop there either. That kind of continued for the rest of the week. No, I know. In fact, you were so excited that when I saw you uh, at the uh, Fest Grounds on, on Friday, you came up and not only gave me a hug, but gave me a, a hickey. I didn't give you a hickey. Uh, you sucked on my neck, Brian. I did not. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you were so high on the Johnny Damon thing that you probably Watch don't remember. But just got in the middle of it. It just got real weird what? there. I was just. Did it get real weird, Sean? Yes, it got real weird. You should. You're lucky you weren't at the stateroom then. Yes, I am. That's where the magic happened. Okay. <laughs> Poor Johnny Damon. Yeah. He tried to walk by me. So funny. He he like comes into this. I so I got a message from Christy Nix on Thursday night down at craft beer night. I get a message. And she says Johnny Damon's in town. Uh-huh. Famed Boston Red Sox player. Yeah. Played for the Yankees, the A's, the Indians. Played for a bunch of teams. Yeah, but, right? but, but, but most well-known, obviously, to me as a, as a Red Sox sure. player. Uh, and I thought it was one of those things. Remember a couple of years ago, there was a rumor that Brett Favre yes, was here for Oktoberfest. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. You're just messing <laughs> with me. And right. that, that would be random enough that I would believe it. But then it wouldn't be true. And yeah. anyway. Anyway, so Friday morning, bright and early, 6.30. I kid you not, dude. 6.30, we're standing there. We're, you know, been there for a couple hours, getting things ready. We're doing the broadcast at the state room. And this guy walks in. Stocking cap on, black black zip-up fleece. Clearly. Like, and, he, and he stood out, uh, you know, right away. I was like, that guy doesn't look right. Then I did double take, and another second later, I realized who it was. And so I screamed at the top of my lungs in front of the entire... You said, I love you? Is that what you said? No, I said, Johnny effing Damon. Ah. Yes, you did. And he turned around and kind of pulled his hat down a little bit and kind of nodded and, you know, recognized yeah. that I knew who he was. And he was like, yeah, that's I'm here. It's right. me. And but, and I was like, well, dude, I got to get a picture with you before you leave. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> this has got to happen. I don't know if you're going to be here. And so we got a picture real quick. And then he's like, look, I just want to just gonna, I got to get a drink and I'm going to chill for a while. Yeah, and, my cousins live here and that's why I'm here visiting. So I sent I sent T-Bone back and I said, look, dude, he's got it. We got to get him up here. I got to talk to him. I mean, this is going to happen. So. His, uh, I think it was his cousin or, or one of his family members mm-hmm. came up and was like, look, Johnny will talk to you, but he's just looking to chill out right now. Yeah. 
Please you know, give him a break. If you want to hear the rest of our discussion from 2015 about Johnny F. and Damon showing up at the state room for our annual live yeah. broadcast to kick off Rocktoberfest, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. I've that never will... seen you act like that in my life. It was. I can still get in touch with the emotion. It's hard, but it's like still like it just. You're yelling across the bar at the state room. I don't think I've ever wanted to quit a job more than I did that morning oh just to God. hang out with Johnny Damon. I, I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> I wanted to touch him, smell him, be around him. I wanted to ask him a million questions about the Red Sox. Oh, God. Johnny F and Damon. And he wanted to just not Well, be. he was drunk. He was hung over. That was, was Well, he was here for fest and he just wanted yeah. to disappear into the crowd and you were just All I could say is it's probably good that I didn't run into him on Thursday at craft beer night. I know. Or somewhere where I was drinking. Like that Friday morning I probably maybe yes. had one bloody and That was it. But that was, you know, because we're busy. You couldn't follow him to his hotel room. Oh, if I, it would have just, yeah. It might have had a different outcome if I had been drunk. (laughs) Might have had a different outcome. The Monday Morning Throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop each and every Monday here on The Morning Sickness. You can also find it on our website or on our app, The Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of The Morning Sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You can play the game. You wash your armpits? I wash and shave my armpits, yes. You're doing it wrong. I'm not supposed to wash my armpits? You are, but you're probably doing it wrong. I didn't realize there was... A right or wrong way to wash it? I got soap. I got an armpit. Is this is this the right way? I think maybe the other way. Maybe like, up and down. Like horizontal stripes. Is it not circles? <laughs> it's not circles. I don't know. These people are just looking for a little bit of fame. Uh, there's a woman who posts hygiene advice on TikTok. Uh oh. Claims that most people aren't washing their armpits correctly. And her two main underarm pitfalls are number one, you're not scrubbing long enough. You're not like washing your hands kind of thing. Happy birthday seconds, to me. I Happy guess. birthday to me. Happy birthday. I guess. Uh, you should be scrubbing each armpit for 30 seconds, especially if you have hair. Just a few back and forth scrubs aren't enough to remove leftover deodorant. So that's, I guess, the real thing is that if you've got... It gets up in there and gets all Especially if you use hair. like a roll-on, you know, something, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a spray. It's stuck on your follicles. Uh, and that you're using the wrong soap. That is her second underarm foul instead of some fruity body wash she says you should really just be using antibacterial soap under your arms and it should take care of most of the stink her name is mary futher futher f-u-t-h-e-r uh also known as madame sweat on tiktok educates people uh about hygiene this clip by the way is only 24 seconds it has two and a half million views so people are very interested in finding out about how to correctly wash their underarms. I guess I could see if you went about it super fast and you had long hair. Well, it's just it was part your, of it and you're just you sort just of like, like oh. this and you didn't really 
you know, like washing your hair. I'm not spending 30 seconds on each armpit. That's a minute per pit. It's a minute for the bod. That part. One whole minute just no. for armpits? 30 seconds per pit. Well, you don't have a lot of hair, but when I when you wash hair, you wash it for a significant amount of time. You don't just go like this and then it's washed. Yeah, but that's it's armpit hair. It's not... You know, you kind of go around like this. And then right, that's it, part yeah. of your look, though. That's part of what people are seeing. Of course, you spend more time in the hair in your head. It's armpit hair. It's just there under your shirt. Who cares? Ten seconds, five seconds, none at all. Just run some water over it. You'll be fine. Go the French route. Just spray some perfume mm-hmm. on it. Rub a rock on it. Some people think 30 seconds seems to be overkill. Could irritate your skin, especially if you use a loofah or some sort of... Mm-hmm. Other spongy Spun- thing. Spongy thing. Uh, someone in the comments on the video said they tried the antibacterial soap, but it burned. They may have some other issues in their underarms if you've got the if you're doing the lemon Sensitive. test. Sensitive. Yeah. Sensitive. Uh, but apparently, uh, yeah, you might be washing your armpits wrong. I don't know. Do bar soap up here a little bit? Mm-hmm. Up here a little bit. Enough said. It's done. Like that with the water coming down on it. Yeah, I mean, you do the spin mm-hmm. around, you know, up, arms up, over. I'm not. 30 seconds per armpit. I ain't got that kind of time in the shop. Happy birthday to... Is that the... Thing I don't know. That's co- that was a COVID thing, I think. That's how I knew how to lo- wash my hands. Hand. Yeah. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7. The Rock. I love you. No! I hope you have a great day. We're at the front of the school. Ashton, don't forget how much I love you. I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. Making choices. Love you, baby. (laughs) Oh, Christ almighty. It still gets me all these years, Sean. Yes. The embarrassing mom (laughs) with the megaphone right in front of the school. No. Not in front of the school. I tell you, you got to you got to get the kids early with the embarrassing stuff, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. You got to let them know that look, life is going to hand you embarrassing moments, and you have to be able to deal with it. And the only way to deal with it is to experience it, right, Shaw? That's true. Mm-hmm. What do you think the most embarrassing experience of your entire life has been, Gene? <sighs> well. It's usually nudity involved, right? <laughs> right, kids and nudity, uh, some kind of weird nudity. walking in on feminine me. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, in middle school. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's that's yeah. all you need Lots to say. Ladies can say the same thing. A lot of women just, <laughs> a lot of women just went like this. Yeah. Feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just nodded their head and said, "Oh, you, yes, yeah, yep. you go, sister." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shaw, as a man, we don't have that issue. No. What do you uh, consider your most embarrassing moment? Uh, I remember one time I was probably about eight years old and I flew with my grandmother to visit my uncle in North Carolina and I wet my pants on the plane. Yeah. Oh. Miles Davis. <laughs> he his pants. If Miles Davis is, right? Adam Sandler, Billy Madison, mm-hmm. pee your pants, cool, then consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> It happens when you're eight years old. Were you nervous? Was it the first time I on a flight? I was too afraid to get up and go to the bathroom, That's, as I yeah. recall, oh, yeah, on okay. the plane. Planes can be a little bit overwhelming when my you're first time on a plane. eight years old, yeah. yeah. Do I, like, they strap you in, there's all sorts of security, you know what I mean? Even back then, Shaw, you know, it's like, it's it's a strange thing, and then you get on the plane, you're like, can I, do they even have a bathroom? Right. <laughs> like, 
And you're so used to peeing in cans. That's like, true. Where, yeah, when were they pa- the can, it would have been good. When did they pass the can around? <laughs> well, it's the, she was waiting for it. He was waiting for the can. <laughs> that's and that's never the happened. can to make Grandma, it's Where's the can? What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. I don't want my you dad to go to jail. <laughs> Uh, I would say when my mom walked in on me having sex with a girl. Yeah, that's when probably, I, when yeah, I, that'd, that'd do it. Sort of a both proud and embarrassing moment. It was like right before school. She came in to check and see if I was going to school, and I wasn't going to school. Well, jump on the day, huh? We would sneak out, and we would meet up, and then mm-hmm. we would either go back to her place or my place. That time we were at my place, and my mom happened to see if Walk I was in. going to school. And nope, I wasn't going to school. Uh, this husband apparently sent a nude photo of his wife to the entire family. Oh, oh. An accident? So it sounds like they went on a honeymoon and taking a lot of pictures, some sort of shared cloud upload drive thing, and one of the pictures in there was adults, and maybe he had forgotten about it after a few beverages and just threw it in there with all the palm trees and beaches and everything else and the meals, all the other things you take pictures of while you're on honeymoon. Yeah, and the whole family saw it. 27-year-old guy asking Reddit for advice over the weekend after he accidentally sent a nude photo of his wife to the entire family, including hers. Mom, dad, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles. They apparently just got married, were on their honeymoon, shared a bunch of pics from the trip, including one of her topless in a hot tub. Some of her family members don't believe that he sent it by mistake. Why would you assume that he did it on purpose? Check out my wife's boobs in this one. You know, like... Uh, it's causing some drama, apparently. Most people on Reddit uh, say, don't worry about it. It was the honeymoon, and the photo wasn't apparently all that racy. Uh, I guess her back was turned, so you really couldn't see much of anything, but it was enough to cause some upset uh, in the family. Uh-huh. Uh, how she feels. Well, a little embarrassing. Christmas is going to be odd this year. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. might be a little tough. Maybe we'll do Thanksgiving <laughs> out. That. If you get through that. Right. If you can get through the first couple of holidays, you'll be all right. right. After that, it's a funny anecdote. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, remember that time? <laughs> yeah, actually, we do. It's still in the cloud. <laughs> uh, a lot of people commenting. One guy uh, said he posted a photo of his topless wife looking out a window. Didn't realize you could see the reflection in the glass. You get a lot of that with people on sure. Facebook Marketplace, you know, Yes, they're taking a picture, picture of something they're selling. Something they're, for sale, and there's mm-hmm. something in the background. And then and, you're like, oh, you could. Oh, that's a big dildo on the shelf over there. <laughs> uh, another woman once took a photo of an intimate area to send to her doctor, and it automatically got backed up to a shared folder online. Whoops. There's something to be said about in-person doctor mm-hmm. appointments mm-hmm. as opposed to the uh, telehealth, yeah. telehealth that we've got there. But, yeah, again... Uh, it's funny. Most of these uh, most embarrassing moments for people tend to involve nudity of some sort or bodily functions mm-hmm. somewhere in the private zone, Shaw. Yep. <laughs> most embarrassing moment. Send a nude photo of his wife to the entire family. Whoops. Sorry, honey. Uh-huh. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. We are all past our prime when it comes to Tindering, Shaw. Oh, yeah. We've all been married for a long, long time. But the Tinder is out there, and people love it. Mm -hmm. I have several uh, people that I've known over the last umpteen years that Tinderize all the time. They love it. Apparently, for them. not for just them. for hooking up, though, I guess. Mostly known for a hookup app, right? To hook up. Yeah, but this have is some also. Sex. Some people use it to actually date. 
Okay. As opposed to like a Match.com or yep. any other dating website. Mm-hmm. But Tinder, apparently, Shaw, has a new select tier, which will run you a measly four ninety nine a month. Is this only for the pretty people? And I don't mean 4.99. Oh. I mean 499.00 oh. a month. Yeah. 500 bucks a month, a.k.a. $6,000 a year. <laughs> Pass. They just announced a new exclusive what? high-end membership tier called so Tinder Select. They vet people for you? Which will cost you four ninety nine a month or $6,000 per year. Now, I got to be honest. This is genius because I, have, I advocate for this all the time. <laughs> I tell any... No, seriously. If you... If you really want to make money in this day and age, you have to put the words VIP or select or premiere or something in Mm. front of the, and you don't have to give them dick. You don't have to give people anything, Shaw, like a keg of beer on a patio. All right, we're VIP, man. We're better than everybody. That's the mentality, Shaw. Trust me. I know. I follow it. I'm into that mentality. I want to be better than everybody. They want to gram it. They want to put it on the gram. They want to tell everyone we're better than you, right? We're VIP. Select, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it really doesn't. And it's not even available yet. They're just letting you know so you can get your mouth all uh, Pavlov's dog. You can start drooling for this thing. Uh, for the price of $499 a month, okay, you might expect to get a personalized experience with human matchmakers. You know, people actually working behind the scenes for your money, Shaw, to try and find yeah. you the right person. Uh, no, no, alas, it's not that good. <laughs> Where's the money going? You still just get the normal Tinder algorithms... You only get special access to Tinder's, quote, most sought-after profiles so they can enjoy, quote, exceptional connections. Again, they're just adding adjectives to this thing. (laughs) That's all they're doing. They're not really doing anything else. Uh, There are a couple of other perks, apparently, with this new Tinder Select uh, premier tier that they're going to offer. You are apparently able to now direct message others without matching. I guess you have to match first before you can direct message them. Uh, but you can only do it two times a week and only if the other person is accepting DMs. So, again, some serious caveats yeah. there. Okay. And you'd also get to test new features and hide ads, I guess, with this new okay. Tinder Select. So that mm-hmm. might be really where the, the the benefit comes in is, like, I'm sick of ads. Uh, if you're an avid VIP Tinder user who also is wealthy, maybe worth a shot. But it seems like it's mostly a status thing, Shaw, which is what I was just getting at. Yeah, Again, okay. Got it. letting right. people know, sorry, I can't hang out with you mm-hmm. ugly people. I thought you unwashed, over you here. unwashed masses. And you can't necessarily reach me if yeah. I'm in this elite exactly. club. You can't. Tinder's website, by the way, says they're not currently accepting applications, but to continue to check back, which, again, is great marketing. Uh, they say they'll open it up to their most active users on a rolling basis, but they want to keep the number of select users to less than 1%, which, again, is what I've been saying. Very if you have the opportunity to offer VIP, charge twice as much, and offer people very little in exchange for that, then do it because people will fall for it. Impressive title, though. Oh, I get in 10 minutes early? Oh, thanks. I'll pay for that. I. That keeps it to a very small one percenters, group of people. Yeah. Yeah. The people who are unwilling to pay that, you don't want to hang around with. Oh, you don't want to hang out with those filthy, disgusting, nasty, <laughs> poor saying. people. Look at those saying. poor people. If you're not paying extra money for this, then no thank you. No Tinder select, Shaw. Hmm. Your kids use the Tinder? No. No? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Mm. I mean, Adam's obviously married. He's married, yeah. Jack's got a serious girlfriend. Uh-huh. Don't know about Hannah. Right. She could be tendering all loves, over the she place. She loves beer. Yeah. That's what we know about. Beer and dogs. Hannah, Hannah loves, she's too busy babysitting dogs, right? Mm-hmm. All right.
Well, Tinder Select. If your daughter comes up yeah, to you and asks for 500 bucks a month. <laughs> hey, Mom, can I borrow 500 bucks no. a month? <laughs> Wouldn't you only need it for one month if you're trying to really, like, find right, a relationship? This thing works. If you're just out there trying to bang people, what do you need the 500 bucks? At? You're paying that just to find chicks to... That also have that kind of money, though. I think right. that's... Right, I guess. You're... Yeah, you're not hanging out with some girl yeah. that's... can't afford that. Going to put you on blast? Mm. Tinder Select. Used to be you just buy a round of drinks and see what happens. Hey, what's going on? Roll the dice. Yeah. Doing the dice thing too much. <laughs> His only move. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. In California, it's not exactly clear what was going on, but a shirtless man wanted for robbery and grand theft auto led police on a slow, a slow speed pursuit with a dog in his lap while he was behind the wheel of a golf cart. You've seen the video and pictures I, I of it? I saw pictures oh, of the it, the video yeah. is great. Uh, pursuit started just after 9 p.m., ended some 10 miles away. Video showed the shirtless suspect driving a golf cart that was marked with the word security on its side <laughs> as it weaved through traffic, moving into lanes on the wrong side of the road as several patrol vehicles trailed him, all while holding a large dog on his lap. Eventually, the shirtless and shoeless suspect ditched the golf cart, tried to run off on foot while carrying the dog, but he was quickly tackled by police and taken into custody. Hello, friends. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Nance. Uh, the man was heard shouting at cameras as he was taken into custody, don't drink, don't do drugs, be a better person. It's still unclear if the man stole the golf, court, uh, golf cart and if so, where he took it from. It's also unknown if alcohol and drugs were Unknown? Come on, man. Right? I can make a pretty educated guess on this one. Me too. Said the drunken drugged man. Riding around in my golf cart. Mm -hmm. Ah, Who hasn't done that? Uh, This guy needs to work on weighing the pros and cons before he acts on things. A drug dealer near Tampa Bay, Florida, got arrested after calling the cops to report a customer stole $10 from him. Just $10? Yeah. His name is Eric Thomas, and when cops got there, he walked up to the police holding 11 small bags of pot, which is still illegal in Florida. According to the arrest report, he freely admitted he was selling weed and said someone ran off with $10. Mm-hmm. They arrested the drug dealer instead, searched his wallet, also found two small bags of cocaine. He's facing charges for that, too. But somehow, this isn't even the dumbest thing he's done recently. Just last month, he had to appear in court on separate charges. He got arrested when he brought drugs into the courthouse. Dude, he was emptying out his pockets to go through a metal detector and pulled out seven Ziploc bags of marijuana. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. He's going to call Dude, the cops. Just ask people to Venmo you the money. <laughs> someone will send you ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Don't call the cops on someone for ten dollars. <laughs> stupid drug dealing idiot. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like being on Tinder, but worse. This is out of the UK where their most infamous dating show has now been added to the Max streaming service and it's causing quite a stir. We talked about this yesterday when you were gone. Naked uh... Attraction. The, The game show promises to start where a good date often ends naked. 
In each episode, a single chooser critiques and eliminates six potential dates who are standing on a stage by scrutinizing their fully nude bodies, which are gradually revealed one part at a time. When only two potential dates remain, the chooser then strips out of their own clothes, too, yeah. leaving the remaining two contestants the opportunity to critique them. The final couple then go out on a date, presumably with their clothes on. These episodes are uncensored, but have added a warning at the beginning, saying viewer discretion is advised. In this dating show, we go back to basics. Are you ready? And start where a good date often ends. <gasps> Naked. Wow. This is fantastic. And could picking a partner based solely on their natural beauty. Could be a <laughs> Help us find the one. I've never met anybody like this before and I don't know where to look. Who are you going to pick to your date? This is the hardest decision of my life. Oh my god. Naked attraction. It'd be a great show if you had a giant wiener. <laughs> <laughs> the hell else you gotta worry about, right? I got a beer belly. I got some acne mm-hmm. problems, receding hairline, but look at the size of this thing. <laughs> right, Shaw? That's right. <laughs> Get you far in life. Check Suppo- out this thing. Supposedly. <laughs> they start raising the screen up, and they see their feet first, and they're like, what the hell is that? Oh, snap! I know what that is. What's it doing way down there? <laughs> I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. Somebody once told me the world is... The greatest Airbnb of all time? Maybe. Possibly. Potentially. Perhaps. Okay. Could be. A (laughs) Shrek-themed Airbnb. And I'm not talking about wallpaper... And beds. I'm talking about the actual Shrek Swamp mm. house. They recreated it. So smelly? <laughs> no, like, you know, the you know his house uh-huh. in the swamp? Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like that. It's in Scotland. Uh, Scotland. Scotland. Excuse me. <laughs> Scotland. What the hell is Scotland? Somebody recreated Shrek Swamp in the Scottish Highlands, and you can rent it out for a three-night stay in October. Well, you can try to, at least. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, Airbnb offering it for a two-night stay for up to three guests from October 27th to the 29th. Booking opens October 13th. I'm guessing it'll take about two seconds before it's booked. If you're lucky enough to get the booking, Shaw, mm-hmm. you can relax by earwax candlelight. Yes. <laughs> of course. Enjoy a nice parfait. In the morning, you get waffles. No? Am I the only one who's <laughs> watched the Shrek movies? No, I don't. Uh, the downside is you have to book and pay for your own travel to and from Scotland. Scotland. But I'm sure you could find other things to do while you're in sure. Scotland, Sean. Absolutely. What are you doing in my swamp? Have you Googled this thing yet? I'm just looking at it right now. Isn't that great? It is awesome. It might be the best Airbnb of all time. I've seen a lot of themed ones. You know, obviously the Disney stuff, the Star Wars stuff. There's plenty of, of, of different ones out there. But this one is fantastic. I mean, it is just like going into the movie. A Shrek Airbnb oh, in Scotland. So cool. Man, you got to warn somebody before you just crack one off. My mouth was opening everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite sure if you get a donkey. Right. To hang out with. talking donkey. <laughs> <laughs> or if you get a dragon. Or if you get uh, the gingerbread man. That's awesome. A Princess Fiona going to stop by? Or? The one who lives on Drury Lane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> or three little pigs. 
Yeah. Shrek Airbnb. Give it a Google. You probably won't be able to ever stay there, but it's pretty damn awesome. It's pretty cool just to see the picture. Just to look at. Yeah. That's what I would do if my wife and I had money. <laughs> right, the lottery. Weren't you just talking to yeah. one of the biggest? Eight hundred and thirty-five well, million. We would. Uh, I, I. We've been talking about. You know, what, obviously, we'd retire and travel and all the other. But I said, you know, we could have an Airbnb where we could have different rooms based on the movies we love. Mm. You know what I mean? Like because we love Michael Myers and Jason and all the horror movies. You know, have like a horror themed Airbnb. Uh, where, like, every room is based on a different uh, movie series of movies or a different horror movie that we like, you know, a Scream Room or mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. A Friday the Freddy. 13th, something like that. Those are, those are I tell you, those things are really popular, man. People are into that stuff. The, 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 the uh, campground where they film the first Friday the 13th, it's in New Jersey, and they do overnight stays, and those things are, uh, they're, they're well Sold attended. The oh, yeah, well attended, Shaw, well attended. Saturdays from 6 until 10, it's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by the Nutbush City Limits Bar and Restaurant. No real pressure this week, Shaw. $10 up for grabs. Yeah, had a big winner last week. Jean thinks you're going to get it. She uh, said all those softballs, the practice round, the mm-hmm. stretching, if you will, okay. for the actual exercise. Right, I'm ready, huh? Has gotten you prepared for what's, right. what's about to come. Uh, Gene's opinion, however, is irrelevant. It's all about caller 15 on the rock line, 608-7840957. Who this? Hi, how's it going? My name is Matthew. Matthew, are you familiar with how this game is played? Uh, sort of. I've heard it on the radio a few times. Uh, I have to basically say whether he's going to get it or he's not going to get it, right? That's right. Shaw does not watch a lot of movies, so we play your Killing Me Shaws on Wednesday where I play him a movie quote, and he has to guess whether uh, what the movie quote is from, what movie it's from. And you have to tell me whether or not he's going to get it. And if you guess correctly and he guesses correctly, I guess, then you win. A lot of guessing. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So do you think he's going to get the movie quote or not? I think uh, he was he was getting those softball questions, but I, I think you're going to throw him like a, a much harder one this time. So uh, I think he's not going to get it. You're going with no. And what are you going to do with 10 bucks of my morning show money if you win, Matt? Uh, that's a lot of money. I mean, maybe I might pay, pay a few bills. Get him out of a jam. Right. <laughs> Ten bucks, that's a lot of money hey. to Matthew. Hey, who am I to dispute? Right. You know, some people, that's a lot of money. $10 up for grabs. Matthew does not think you're going to get it, Shaw. Gene thinks you're going to uh-huh. get it. I think you you may you may get it. I think you might here. Listen closely. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Look at you. You have a baby oh. in a bar. Very familiar quote. Yeah. You've heard that one before. I have. I've heard it quoted. In I, fact. I, I feel like you complained about this one before as well. You want to you hear it again just in case? Yeah. Look at you. You have a baby in a bar. 
Look at you. You have a baby. In a bar. <laughs> Yeah, we used that as a headline not, not long ago when there was two women who were throwing a baby back and forth. That's correct. They not uh, only had a baby in a bar, they were throwing the baby in the bar. Down in Florida, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, outside the Coyote Ugly Bar, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very famous actress. <clears throat> yes. Uh, not a, like, super-duper huge hit movie, but uh, one that I think you're familiar with. If I remember correctly, I believe you said you run into the other room. I do. This, when- this movie and uh, uh, the other one, uh, Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. Both just, I can't stand them. And the movie is? Sweet Home Alabama. Starring none other than Reese Witherspoon, Uh which made its way into theaters 21 years ago today in 2002. She goes back home, rekindles her love with her former boyfriend from Alabama, goes to the bar and runs into one of her old classmates who apparently has a baby in a bar. And apparently in Alabama, that's not a common sight. Right. See that all the time in Wisconsin. Oh, yes. And apparently in Florida, outside the Coyote <laughs> yes, Ugly. That's right. Reese uh, Witherspoon, by the way, also, uh, of course, name-dropped herself when she was getting a DUI. Uh, was it a DUI or was it an erratic driving or something? I don't recall. Something behind Something the along line. those lines. You don't get that I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm allowed to stand on American ground, and I have a question I want to ask. Go ahead. Come on. You better not arrest me. Are you kidding me? No, I told you. I'm an American citizen. I told you to get in that car and stay in there, didn't I? This is beyond. I told you. This is beyond. You fight with me. I promise you. This is harassment. You're harassing me as an American citizen. I have nothing against the law. Yes, you have. You I have to obey your orders? Yes, you do. Well, I Absolutely nothing. Yeah, got pulled over. I'm an American citizen uh-huh. standing on American soil. I get to say whatever I want and ask you any question I want. My name is Reese Witherspoon. You're arresting me for obstruction of justice. Uh-huh. It will be in the national news. I just want to let you know. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I know who you are, Miss Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. You still broke the law. That's right. And you're going to get arrested. Mm-hmm. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs next week. Sorry, uh, Matthew. I I was almost 100% positive that Shaw would get that one. My wife loves Reese Witherspoon Shaw. So does mine. And uh, watches Legally Blonde. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily run out of the room, but uh, it's not a movie I choose no, to watch. No. It's not a... It's just that every time it's on, oh, look, it's on. And she's, I'm like, you've seen this 19 times. Come on. Uh, I'm that way with Die Hard. I know. Christmas I know. Story I, I have my movies, too. I don't I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, Houston, Texas, a just-released video shows a jack-in-the-box employee shooting at a drive through customer. Reportedly during an argument over missing curly fries, according to the lawsuit, uh, Randall... So the the employee shot the customer because the customer complained about missing fries? I'd complain about missing fries, too, especially them curly fries. They're delicious. Uh, According to the lawsuit, uh, Anthony Ramos and his family ordered a combo meal at the restaurant. Uh, He picked up his pregnant wife and daughter uh, from the airport. They stopped at the drive-thru for food. Fifteen minutes later, they were speeding off in an attempt to avoid gunfire. In this new video, employee... 
Alania Fantasia Ford appears agitated with Ramos. He's in the driver's seat. His wife is in the front passenger seat. Their daughter in the back seat. They paid twelve ninety nine for the combo meal, but didn't get the curly fries they well, were prompting an argument. Not even halfway into this dispute, the video shows the employee grabbing a gun. Uh, she fired at least twice at the family. The lawsuit claims Jack in the Box was negligent for not keeping its customers safe. You know, I started on cleanup just like you guys, but now... See, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries. Wrong. Then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. I can afford a gun so I can shoot people yeah, when they right. complain about their french fries. Make me fries, Sean. Right. Any better. Make not, me fries. You know, lacrosse is not alone with a homelessness problem. What? In, yeah. In Denver, Colorado, uh, Mayor Mike Johnston says addressing homelessness is his number one priority. But a Denver businessman says he's had it with a homeless going number two wherever they want. Oh. So in what he calls an act of civil disobedience, this guy, John Caldera, dumped human poop that he found outside his business on the steps of the Denver City and County Building. Oh. This is a present from the homeless to the people who have kept this homeless problem going, he said. Caldera says he's tired of the homeless using his private property as their public restroom. He says at least twice a week, security cameras catch a homeless person defecating outside his business. So he collected all the homeless people's poop? Well, not all of it. I think some that was left on his property. Okay. And then he put it in a bucket and saved it? Yep. That's got a whole other... Yeah, and he's urging others to do the same. He says, next time you clean it up, drop it off here as an act of civil disobedience, demanding they address the problem. Everybody's really sick from that restaurant. But it wasn't the restaurant. No, no, no. Lillian, where are you going? I need a bathroom. Too late. Mm. Right here in the middle of the street, Sean. Or in this guy's business. (laughs) And in Philadelphia, the person who stole a shop vac from a truck could be in for quite a surprise. Oh, man. This one is crazy. What's in the the shop vac? So the guy's name is Don Shump, and he owns the truck and the vacuum. Okay. And said there are hundreds of hornets inside of it. This guy is the owner of a Philadelphia beekeeping operation. Everywhere. So he went somewhere. Yeah, so this guy collects, is a, he's a beekeeper. Yeah, he collects honeybees. And last week, a beekeeper or this beekeeper siphoned hundreds of hornets into a shop vac while out on the job. So he put the shop vac in the bed of his pickup truck and made to drive home. He was planning to deal with the insects the following day, but realized that someone had stolen the vacuum out of the bed of his truck. Now, he said the hornets that are inside are large and could be aggressive. Uh, and by the way, it wasn't just worker bees. There are a number of queen bees in there as well. Whoa. These eastern hornet queens are the oh. largest social stinging insects in the United States. I don't want those. According to this guy, these girls should be full of life and extra spicy. I anxiously await your unboxing video, he said to the thief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! How long can they live in that thing, though? Oh, days, I think. Days? I think so. As long as the queen's in there, right? They yeah, well, be good. air. Yeah, yeah, it's a shop bag. It's not like airtight. All right. Oh, God. Making a new I can't wait. I'd love to see the video of this guy. I wonder what's in here. You got to assume it's buzzing, right? It's making noise. There's going to be a humming or something coming from the shop bag when you pick it up. I think so. So you would know there's something going on in there, and you'd be like, I wonder what's in there. (laughs) What's making that noise? Let me look. 
<gasps> That's yeah. terrifying. Mm-mm. What'd you say? The largest stinging, stinging insect? insect in the U.S. Yeah. How big is this bad boy? I, I don't know. Not what either. was it called again? I don't remember now. Sorry, I want to. Okay. I gotta Google it's it. Some kind of hornet. Hornet. It's bad. Google it, Gene. To show me a picture. I want to see how big this hornet is. Is it like a murder hornet? It happened in Philadelphia. If that helps you, uh, Philly research. Google Philly hornet shop back. It should pop right up. I got to see this thing. It says it is a European hornet queen. European hornet queen. Yeah. How big is this bad boy? Is it like six inches long? But there's, you know, even if it's not large, there's several hundred of them in there. So. Yeah, and they're angry. Uh huh. European hornet queen. Good band name. It is actually. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. All the way from Philadelphia, European Hornet Queen. Woo! Playing your favorite hits from yesterday, today, and tomorrow. (laughs) No? Thank you, Cleveland. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it looks like a regular. I mean. Oh, that looks, yeah. When they're shiny like that, those, the the fuzzy ones are cute. You know, the bumbles, they Mm. get this cute little fuzzy bum, bumblebee bum. And then, you know, they got the, the, they're just. High on pollen and whatever. I've learned so those much ones, about the, the shiny ones, they're angry. They're Hornets, always wasps, angry. All the stingy, summer. very stingy. Mm-hmm. So stingy. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. You are probably. One of the people that doesn't have a ton of pictures on their phone. I don't have a ton, though. No. You got a few, though, right? Yeah. Kids, sure. dogs. Yeah. Food. Travels. Travels. Sure. That's generally what people take pictures of. The average person, by the way, mm-hmm. according to a new poll, takes out their phone to snap a picture. How many times a day, Shaw? How many times do you think it is? A, an average a day? The average, and and this is just person. I don't I don't know if it's Americans. I don't know. Three. Double it. Really? Six. Taking pictures. Six time? I don't remember. I took a picture two days ago, I think, but before that, I don't remember the last time. The average person apparently takes their phone out six times a day to take just to take a picture, not to play games, right. not to send emails, not to check what time it is, just to take a picture. It also found this poll, this survey, that the uh, average person currently has 2,795 photos saved oh, on their gosh. phone. I don't know if I have that many, but I got a lot. I know I don't have that many. I got to scroll, 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 scroll to get back to the bottom. Most common picks, shots of friends, family, selfies, mm-hmm. and pets. Sure. Not I mean, food? I don't do a lot of food. I, I don't either, but I see it all the time. I... Unless it's something really unique, mm-hmm. you know, like a, what is it, Baked Alaska, right? Is sure. that the one with the fire on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if something like that's coming out, I might take a picture of it. Or a really good seafood dish, like lobsters, you know what I mean? I might do that. Like when we have our lobsters sent to us from my mom. Uh, the most common reasons people say they take these photos, Shaw, because we want to look back on a moment later. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. We'll save it for future. Uh, to take a photo of something unusual or something we've never seen before, roadside attraction type stuff. To show something to someone else, right? Here's proof that I hit that jackpot right, yep. on the spooky spins. <laughs> hey, Pat, look at what I did. <laughs> he and I do that. We send back pictures of our of our winnings. Uh, to post it on social media. Obviously, I'm surprised that's not higher. Uh, and last but not least, the uh, reasons why we take these photos, Shaw, the 2,795 that we have in our yeah. phone. 
is because there's a, quote, cuteness factor. Cuteness. Obviously, kids and pets. Probably. Oh, oh, I see, yeah. Look how cute my dogs are sleeping. Uh-huh. Like, how many pictures of my dog sleeping do I need? One, two, <laughs> to prove that they sleep? Or is it just because I find it cute? Right? Probably cute. How many do you think you have? Could you count how many you have? Um, maybe, I don't know, 300? Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, you've got to work on that if you want to get up yeah. to 2,800. I could probably get rid of about 280 of them. That's something. I think that's another thing, too. They just pile up, and then you're like, I don't know. Do I have this somewhere else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you have a cloud and all your stuff goes in a the cloud, then that's you probably have it, right? Sure. But if you don't, you have don't need it, it on your phone. If you don't have it in a cloud and you, and you don't know if you've saved it in a folder on your computer or something like that, you don't know if it's got another location. So you save it, and then you just sort of like a, you pile up all these pictures that you don't even know if you need. Next and you may know, never look at them again. Next thing you know, you got 2,800 pictures on your phone. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Kraft Lumber. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! All right, so it isn't Friday. It's actually Thursday, obviously. But because Oktoberfest started today... And because we're going to be kind of busy tomorrow in the morning at the stateroom, I figured we'd do this today, Shaw. That makes sense to me. A Thursday, Oktoberfest edition of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Get rid of the old background noise. Bring in the Oktoberfest polka bands. <laughs> right? They're everywhere. Going to be strolling around the fest grounds all over the place. Playing that squeeze box. We had someone actually text us yesterday and say that it was their first time experiencing Oktoberfest as an adult. And they asked, what should I what should I do? What should I make mm-hmm. sure I don't miss? Right. And I was like, everything. <laughs> do, do it all. Do as much as you can. You only have so many days. It comes once a year. Uh, but uh, for a long time, Shaw, I never got to see the parade because we were in the parade. That's true. So, and while we had fun on the float, and uh, except for the year that Doc broke the float, because mm-hmm. he's a dummy, <laughs> uh, I finally got to watch the parade a few years ago and got to experience it like the, everybody else, the residents of lacrosse. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of nice. Uh, here's a couple of things before we get to my list of things to do. Okay. A couple of suggestions. Number one, don't drive drunk. Thank you. Sober friend, family member to drop you off, pick you up. Cabs, Ubers, Lyfts. Mm-hmm. There's the free Oktoberfest shuttle running all weekend. It goes all the way out to Holman, yeah, I, I believe. Say, it goes just about everywhere. Please do not drive drunk. If you are at the Fest Grounds, I, I, I'm almost positive they've got a check-in down there for sober drivers. They do. And they can get free, I think, water and soda. Yep, free Pepsi and free water. And uh, you can also go over there and uh, hopefully find someone to give you a ride home. Please don't drive drunk. Uh, number two, hydrate. I get it. It's a beer fest. Let's not be stupid here we know what's going on down there but occasionally throw water in your face there you go you know what i mean don't forget about the third a uh third street aid station at the subway parking lot great resource 
Friday and Saturday night during fest from 7 p.m. until 3 a.m. the following morning. So it's there during the nighttime hours when things get a little hazy. You can charge your phone. They offer medical care. You can report lost or stolen items, found items as well. You can drop those off there. It's staffed by police officers and volunteers. It also provides you a place for cabs and lifts and all the mm-hmm. to, to, to pick you up. You know what I mean? So that you can... gathering spot. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, stay in touch with your friends. Don't leave people behind. Oktoberfest can get, again, a little hazy, Shaw. Yeah, we've seen too many tragic consequences when people get left behind. I know the Riverwalk people are going to be down there trying to turn people away. We've had uh, way too many tragedies in this town. And uh, I always recommend that if you're in a group of people, stay with the group. Yep. Go out as a group. Keep track of who's in the group. Have a person, an appointed you know person to keep track of everybody. I know it's tough. The uh, police department, by the way, has got a QR code that you can scan mm-hmm. um, that allows you to find out more about the aid station, the public transportation that's available, parking that's available, and general uh, safety tips for Oktoberfest. You can find that on their website. Uh, there's also on the Oktoberfest website a full list of where the shuttle bus goes. It's got four different routes, Shaw, that mm-hmm. shuttle bus, and it's free. Uh, we're going to start with tonight's 15th Annual Craft Beer Night. I know a lot of people are excited about the Torchlight Parade. That's fine, but I'm a craft beer guy, mm-hmm. Shaw, so if you're going to go to Oktoberfest, you might as well go and enjoy the, the very best of it. What's really cool about Craft Beer Night is that your GA and your VIP tickets include... Your three-day pass right. for the fest. So you don't have to buy a separate pass. That's cool. Correct. You do have to keep that pass. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, craft Beer Night, dozens of uh, craft beers uh, in different breweries, pouring all sorts of different beers. We've got uh, VIP tickets, which include free pizza from Big Al's, and a VIP section with VIP bathrooms. VIP bathrooms. Mm. Very excited about that. Uh, of course, uh, tomorrow, the tapping of the Golden Keg, my very favorite part of Oktoberfest. Mine, too. You've got the pomp and circumstance. I kind of like the countdown thing now. The first year, I was like, what the hell with right. this stupid techno German music? What the <laughs> hell is this crap? Now I kind of get into it. Now it's fun. There's a group of us that all kind of hang out at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, we are excited, uh, of course, when Carl comes out and delivers his speech and sings the German national anthem. And this could be his last year doing that. Could be his last. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got the weird Canadians with their weird Oktoberfest outfits up there on stage. We mm-hmm. do jump around. The mm-hmm. Sam Adams guys shoot T-shirts out into the crowd. It's always fun to turn around and take a look at the swath yes. of people that are down there as well. Uh, Fest grounds, by the way, open at 930 tomorrow morning for the tapping. Obviously, make sure you've got... Uh, Get your pass in advance of yep. that. Yeah, I don't want to... Because you might not make it into the grounds in time. They otherwise. fixed it. They've said they fixed it. I know it was kind of a bleep show last year, Shaw, but they... Well, they... even when it's working properly, you've got all right. those people and only so many entrances. And... Uh, the best part, too, after uh, Carl, my favorite, is booing the mayor. So for those of you that'll be joining me at the tapping, let's make sure we boo Mitch Reynolds because he is the mayor, and that's what we do. We boo the mayor. Um, tomorrow afternoon, of course... Swing crew right after the tapping, but... Always fun. Eh. You know me, Shaw. I'm all about that Pat McCurdy. I know you are. 3.30. Or 3 until... It's, uh... What is it? 3 until 5.30. It's also his birthday tomorrow, by the way. Oh, wow. Cool. So I will have presents for Pat McCurdy. Let's be Irish. Let's be Irish. Patty Shaw. Patrick, who was Ireland's patron saint? Who drove away the serpents in an Oriole and Quaint? But not concerned with any history to make... He doesn't mind if any last day wants to chase the snake. Say, hey, Patty, play a song for me. I didn't pay no cover charge. I got in here for free. Yes, Pat McCurdy tomorrow afternoon. 
Monkey Paw Toast, Sex of Beer, 80s, 90s, Pat's Birthday Show, always a good time. Saturday, you got the Maple Leaf Parade. People are going to be setting up, what, today? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I do miss messing with Bill Grawl and Jennifer Livingston. I went back and watched some of the videos mm-hmm. of us putting on makeup, spraying them with Silly String. That we had a lot fun. of fun at they his loved expense. It too. Don't tell me they didn't love it. <laughs> Don't tell me they didn't love it. They didn't mind so much because we were at the end of the parade. If we had been at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, we they're can't. all covered in silly string, yeah. We can't have those loud rock and roll people at the front. we got to put them in the back. But uh, the Maple Leaf Parade, of course, uh, people turn out for it. It's a good time. And then on uh, Saturday night, Shaw, after all, everything's over, I think, or what, right before the final band. Okay. Uh, they've got Oktoberfest fireworks. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I think it's right around 9 p.m. 62nd annual Oktoberfest fireworks yeah, celebration. O'clock, you're right. 9 o'clock on Saturday night. And then I think they've got, like, what, one more band after that? Yeah, Junk FM, I think, plays so. uh, from 9.30 to midnight. But there you go. Some things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, Oktoberfest style. You can find my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Pat McCurdy, Tapping of the Golden Keg, Craft Beer Nights. What a weekend. Oh, so many things going on. Picking up Shaw and carrying him around. <laughs> That's <laughs> happened. Oh, it's happening. It's happening, Shaw. It's happening. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Police in Louisiana investigating after some 30 dead pigs were found scattered across the Mississippi River Bridge late Tuesday. Troopers were notified of a multi-vehicle crash there. The crash involved three vehicles and left one person injured. Once they got there, troopers noticed pig carcasses in the road. They found the livestock was not related to the crash. The Department of Transportation helped to clean up the highway, which took several hours. Apparently, the truck hauling the pigs was not involved in the crash. It had passed through that area beforehand and continued uh, the police was unable to make contact with the driver hauling those dead pigs and the incident remains under investigation. Better that. Come on, squeal. Squeal. <laughs> Just like that, Shaw. Just like that. That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. Uh, there's a reason that I'm making these for guys. The fra- fashion brand I believe it's pronounced Moo Moo. I think it's Mew Mew. Mew Mew yeah. is selling what might be the most expensive pair of underwear ever sold. They retail for $5,600. That's outrageous. Yeah, of course. It's made, they're made of silk, wool, and a ton of sequins. Now, even if you're rich, it doesn't make that much sense to drop that kind of cash on something people wouldn't even see. But apparently wearing underwear as outerwear is popular with young people now. So they're meant to be more really skimpy shorts for women. Uh, They come in two colors, gold and pink. Somehow, both versions at $5,600 a pair are nearly sold out. Cookie? Yeah. Cookie Googleman? Yeah. Does this ring a bell? I'm not wearing underwear. (laughs) (laughs) You of all people should know I would never in my life wear black silk underwear. I also would never wear $5,600 sequin underwear. No, me either. A man in Florida was in his birthday suit on his birthday at a resort in the Florida Keys. And 
He's now accused of doing something in a hot tub that's gotten him in hot water with the law. Can I guess? Sure. Is he touching himself? Uh-huh. All right, that's what. They arrested Julio Daniel Rodriguez Copel. Uh, thank you. He was in the buff at a hot tub at the Playa Resort and Spa in Key Largo when witnesses saw him expose and touch himself mm-hmm. in view of a female employee. Uh, a male worker confronted the man who screamed, it's my birthday today, and ran off. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, he said it was his birthday. Yeah, according to deputies, it was, in fact, the suspect's birthday. He just turned 34 that day, oh. uh, but that didn't give him the right to do what he pleases. They issued an arrest warrant. After identifying him as the suspect, he's been booked on a charge of indecent exposure. You can do that at home. Sure you can do it at home. Privacy of your own of home. you can. Have at it. Be naked in your hot tub, touch yourself, Whatever. jump out, yell that it's your birthday, run around. Sure. But yeah, in you your own home. You can't really do that uh, at a resort mm-hmm. much. And this one is a new one. Uh, an Ohio woman Uh-oh. who died during a routine surgery performed by a controversial doctor was allegedly propped up to make her look alive in an effort to fool her family into believing that she had survived the procedure. Like in the room? In the, yes, like, in the hospital room. In the recovery room? They yeah. got her propped up? Yeah. Was, did they have, like, robes tied to her hands so she'd, sh- she'd wave, uh, wave to them? <laughs> right. Like like Bernie? I like, mean, did they not think that th- this was going to be found out at ultimately? I... The family of Sheila Sue Trimble claims the 65-year-old was in good health when she entered Adena Health for a heart catheterization. The procedure, according to their lawsuit, was to be straightforward and routine. They allege, however, they were urged to turn off the woman's life support despite hospital staff knowing that she had already died. Now, according to records, she died at 1 p.m. That's according to the lawsuit. Her death certificate says the time of death was 3.05. That was the same time her family was ushered in. The doctor who performed the surgery, Dr. Jared Betts, had previously faced investigations into accusations that he's not properly credentialed to perform complicated and advanced heart procedures. And a representative for the hospital said they had no knowledge of any wrongdoing. They called any reports on the matter patently false. Doesn't anyone realize he's dead? Mm-hmm. Guess not. They said when they got into the room and they made the woman look like she was still alive and they said, oh, she just passed away or she's on life support. Do you want to pull the plug when, in fact, she was already dead? That according to their lawsuit. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Make it their fault, mm-hmm. not the hospital's fault. I'm Crazy not people. dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh, man. Dead, dead, dead. Commence awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you got, him, you got present. him a present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and we... Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Tell all the tigers. <laughs> that I love a tiger what? and probably had relations with a tiger. What are we, why are we tigering? Uh, well, you know, this guy can't, can't miss an opportunity to get back in the news. Joe Exotic, who's still in jail or prison or whatever. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Thanks. can't> <laughs> Reality TV star and convicted felon, Joe Exotic, <laughs> calling for legal action. Okay. Against Florida State quarterback Jordan Travis after he led the Seminoles to wins over LSU and Clemson. Joe Exotic, who is 60, went on Twitter uh, Sunday afternoon with a message for the 23-year-old Heisman Trophy candidate from Palm Beach Gardens saying, quote, 
Jordan Travis was six years old when I became the Tiger King. It is my trademark, my intellectual property, and I'm sick of others cashing in on my trademark just because President Biden cares nothing about me oh boy. being oh, okay. wrongfully uh, in prison in America. Because okay. Didn't he try to get President Trump to, to get him out, and Trump said, I want nothing to do with that guy? <laughs> because why? Because he... Jordan... Uh, Travis, the quarterback there for, yeah. for Florida State, uh, commemorated Florida State's thrilling 31 to 23 overtime win over Clemson with a new shirt. And it has a tiger on it? Well, it's a very similar motif to a very famous picture of the Tiger King on a throne with a crown and a tiger. And it's, uh, yeah, it's an artist's rendition of that, but with Jordan as opposed to the Tiger King. The shirt has the descriptor <laughs> quote. Jordan Travis College King 2.0 WHT. That's funny. (laughs) Displays Jordan Travis wearing a crown, sitting on a throne with a pair of tigers sitting in front of him. The uh, price of the shirt, by the way, can be found on Travis's website. Uh, Reflects the game's final score, 31-24. And uh, Joe Exotic not having any of it. Very upset. Call it Armageddon. It's a tiger. It's a drawing of a guy on a throne with a tiger. I don't know if you got a real court in a storm there, Joe Exotic. Now, you could certainly. It says Tiger King. (laughs) I don't know, man. You got to assume Jordan Travis knows about the Tiger King, right? I mean, this was only three years ago. I'm sure. This is pandemic. Somebody's doing, I mean, yes, they're doing it. Or the person designing the shirt knows. I mean, I don't know how much Travis... As in the say of the design of the shirt, I mean, he's probably got a staff of people that decide that for him, right? Someone that says, hey, let's make a shirt. Well, if I don't, we make I don't it. I know if he's going back to his dorm room, right? He's probably a millionaire, right? They're getting all this <laughs> money and, and NIL deals and all that stuff. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.